the sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool to act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Welcome, Patriots, to the Patriots Prayer Podcast. Good morning to you. I'm your host, the Patriot, and thanks for tuning in this morning. But we have an amazing show for you guys, an amazing show. And I want to say a little something here about this Aldine song that you heard on my intro when you came in. Um, absolutely amazing song. The Patriots Prayer stands right beside Jason Aldine and what he's doing right now and what he said. Exactly what he said. I had my own little spat with some folks. Uh, over whether or not the song was uh, what he was saying was good to put out or say in a song. Um, some people I know thought that he was inciting violence, and I stood all the way against that. I, I mean, who's he talking bad about? Okay, who's he talking bad about? L- let's take a little excerpt from the song and just take a second and listen to what he's saying. So, he's arguing that people are hating on the United States of America and that they're, like, spitting in the cops' faces, uh, carjacking old ladies. And this is something that I know happened because I have a personal friend uh, who it happened to. The lady was about 68 years old, and she, she was an Uber driver. She, she went out to go pick someone up, and they, when she got out to help them with their bags in the car. Now, she's a 68-year-old lady. These were young men, and they uh, took the opportunity when she got out of the car to take the car. Now, she luckily had her electronic key in her pocket, and as soon as they parked the car or turned it off or did anything, they couldn't restart the car. So, yes, she got the car back. But how low do you have to be to carjack an old lady, a senior citizen? Or how, how really depraved do you got to be to just sucker punch somebody walking down the street for no reason at all, just for fun. Are these the people they're afraid of offending? Are the this element of folks, is, are, are you, are, I mean, do you think that we should consider their feelings when calling them out on their BS? I, I don't. I personally don't. I think that we need a counterculture for this counterculture, and if they're loud, we have to be louder. That's simple. That's simple. I say every day before I sign off of here that the silent majority needs to stop being silent and stand your ground. What do you think I'm talking about? What do you think I'm talking about? I'm talking about people speaking their mind with conservative policies and conservative and Christian points of view without considering the feelings of the people around them because they don't. We're battling for hearts and minds. We're being as honest as we possibly can. Our hearts are in the right place. They are evil. They are evil. They don't care who's in the restroom when, when the guy goes in there. All they see is their virtue signaling and, the, and their willful ignorance to the fact that that's just a man using the woman's bathroom. Now, whether or not they have some type of a mental issue never mattered until what it was today. I mean, it didn't matter until right now, literally. Within the last few years, did they ever start trying to do these types of things? And now 
this administration has put a battery in their back and they're willing to allow these things to happen because cool be damned if they, uh, you know, stand up and say and do what's right for the people. No, 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 because it's not popular right now. For some reason, they're pushing these evil agendas, even when most of the people in their own side of the aisle, I mean, I'm talking about constituents. I'm not talking about cabinet members. The people, I'm talking about people, they don't agree with this. They don't agree with this. But they'll only put the camera on people who do agree with it. That's it. That's all you're going to see. When CNN or MSNBC or any one of those guys do stories on these issues, they're only going to show you the side of the story that they want. They're not going out there and taking the numbers and, and actually showing, hey, you know, we're a democracy, right? So 80%, <laughs> we're really not a democracy, but they like to say that. We're, we're a constitutional republic, a democratic republic. But when you have 80-plus percent of the people in the country that disagree with a specific issue, I'd be damned if the issue should be an issue anymore. 80-some percent of the people in the country disagree. Dead issue. Unless you got a tyrannical government in place that doesn't listen to the people and doesn't care pretty much about what the people want or think. This is what this guy's proven time and time again. He's going after water heaters. He's going after your stoves. I mean, what exactly, I mean, do you think that Mr. Biden is doing these things for? You think that he's just sitting around barely remembering what day it is and says, yeah, let's get rid of water heaters. No, no. He's got somebody in his ear, a panel of people maybe that sit around and make the decisions for him that he's going to push because he's compromised. Everybody he took money from has his number because they know why they paid him. They know they paid him. They know what for. So they got his number dead to rights. China, Ukraine, Romania, every one of these people, both the people in China and in Romania that paid him ended up uh, getting uh, found guilty of corruption charges shortly after. Do you think they got found guilty of corruption charges by their governments because they were doing what's right or... Because, they, you know, there was no corruption? No, they knew. They knew very well. Why do you think Biden continues to probably send all this money over to Ukraine that we shouldn't be sending? And these weapons that were essentially banned, right? These, these, uh, these degraded rounds or whatever they call the, the, And then he goes on TV to say, hey, we're out of a specific ammunition. You know, why, why? I mean, that's as dumb as Geraldo. Everybody remember Geraldo back in the day. They sent him over. He was a war correspondent. He was in the Middle East, and he bends down on the ground and starts drawing on the ground and puts an X. We're here and starts showing their position. Democrats are a smart bunch of people, let me tell you. They're, ex they're just exceedingly smart. The only thing that Democrats seem to be good at is correcting punctuation on Facebook when they don't have an actual comeback. To something you've said. They love, they love to, they love to try to go after people for the dumbest damn things, but they can't touch an issue. They can call you a liar, say you're fake news, say all these types of things about you, but will not directly talk about the issues, specifically the issues. And when you corner them, they just make up facts to try to make their case. They they create they create 
all kind of fantastical. That's not a baby, it's a fetus. Uh, no, sex and gender are separated. No, th this is a vaccine. No, we're going to change the definition of vaccine so the thing that we created is a vaccine because we changed the definition. Yeah, you can still pass the virus on. You can still catch the virus. It doesn't it stop any of those things, but it's a vaccine. And be damned if anyone says it's gene therapy because, oh, wow, that's very conspiratorial, even though that's exactly what it does. mRNA is, is a synthetic form of the disease that modifies your DNA, DNA to make your body think that you've caught it before. Gene modification? Anyone? They didn't want any of the medical professionals that actually knew about these things to be able to make statements. They silenced them on their Twitter accounts. They silenced them on Facebook. They silenced them however and wherever they could. They took their, took their videos down off of YouTube. Christine Northrup. Uh... Who, who else was it? So it was Carrie Mullis, Christine Northrup, and the, the man who actually uh, had the most to do, uh, Robert McCullough, with the creation of mRNA as a technology. So here are three people. One, he made, one guy made the PCR test. The, the other one's a world-renowned doctor, and the other one actually helped create mRNA technology. All three of these people had points that were exceedingly valid, but no one wanted to listen to them. They were called conspiracy theorists. You know, I, I no longer tag people with such things and calling them conspiracy theorists and such because, you know, all too often they're being proven right. All too often. It wasn't many years ago that m many people thought Alex Jones was an absolute whack job about so much of the things that he said because he's very, very eccentric. I get it. A lot of screaming, a lot of yelling, so much data, it's hard to follow, and I get it. I get it, because I'm like, man, I mean, if only he would dial it back a notch and slow down and, I mean, take a different approach, I think people would probably listen to him a little more. But all of that being said, the stuff he talked about was true. We're going through it right now. He was telling the truth. That's why they don't like him. That's why they don't like him. On to other news now, Hunter Biden's counsel is facing possible sanctions, and you won't believe for what. So he is uh, his. He had a specific uh, attorney on his team uh, who essentially faked her. Well, back up. Let's do it like this. The story revolves around Hunter Biden's counsel who is facing possible sanctions for a criminal tax case, and the judge presiding over the case has accused, Bi has accused Hunter Biden's legal team of lying to avoid proper court procedures. Uh, here's what they know right now. So um, according to recent development, Hunter Biden's legal team is under scrutiny for allegedly attempting to remove information about the IRS whistleblowers from the docket in an improper manner. The lawyer's question, uh, the lawyer in question's name is Jessica Bangles. Uh, she's accused of misrepresenting her identity to the court clerk and persuading them to seal the amicus materials. The court has given the Hunter Biden legal team until 9 p.m. on Tuesday to explain themselves as far as why they did it. You can explain yourself. 
Why give people time to understand why they lie to your court clerk about who they were or why they were there to have them illegally seal information that would otherwise be used against their client? This is criminal. There's no way to sugarcoat this. It's criminal. A lawyer can't knowingly and willingly lie to dupe the court and, and to falsely suppress evidence that would otherwise be used against her client. This lady... If she doesn't get jail time for this, nobody should get jail time for anything. This is crazy. This actually happened. And if you remember the fake impeachment uh, hearing of Donald Trump, you remember they also edited the timestamp uh, that they used uh, in, in, in the congressional hearings, and Donald Trump's lawyer called them on it immediately and stated, I never saw just such blatant evil where the people have actually concocted evidence that did not exist, manufactured evidence against the sitting president in order to overthrow him and take his seat of power. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't stop. These people have no shame. They have no shame. The, the Democratic Party, by and large, has been... I don't even know if I could say taken over, right? We do have people that are more centralist. We do have people that are a little more, uh, have common sense. But they wouldn't, for the most part, they would never tell you that they have common sense. They would turn on them because they have, these people have actually woken up to the fact that the Democratic Party, Democrat Party is, they're racist. They're absolutely 1,000% racist. We're making statements like black people can't compete in a merit-based system. And if you don't vote for me, you're not black. I don't want my son going to school in a racial jungle. Meanwhile, he's giving eulogy speeches at, uh, at Grand Wizard's funerals, calling them great men and mentors and all these types of things. These, these people are absolutely racist. Beyond being racist, they're also very socialistic. They're very much pushing the tenets of Marxism in our society. And on top of that, there's, they also employ tactics of fascism, such as, uh, such as uh, cancel culture. So these people will, it doesn't matter what type of political ideology they utilize, they'll utilize anything and everything that counters anything that's, one, conservative, two, Christian, and they really don't care about the people. What they do is they stand on the backs of people and utilize their victimhood to garner power in an effort to make themselves richer and separate themselves from normal society because they look at you guys like a bunch of peasants. They, don't, they, they do not give a damn about the poor, disenfranchised, LGBTQ, any of that stuff that they tout out there in public. They don't care. They do not give a damn about you, and they lie like rugs. Just for instance, Biden said he didn't know anything about his uh, son's business dealings over and over again. Said he did not receive $3.5 million from the mayor of Moscow um, and just continually lied again and again and again whenever confronted about the truth of his actions. He shared an office with the, uh, with the CFC business partner from the uh, Chinese Communist Party. We have the, the recording where Hunter calls up and requests the keys for his uncle, his dad, and this member of the CEFC uh, from the Chinese Communist Party. Now, the CFC candidate I'm talking about right now was actually arrested at a later date for corruption. 
But keep this in mind, there, there's no one who does business in China without the mandate of China to spy on those to whom you, with whom you do business. Nobody operates independently in China, not in a communist country, which is why we had such a beef with TikTok. Because they were afraid that even if TikTok said, hey, you know what, we're not going to spy, we'll make an agreement with you, anything you want to, to, to calm your nerves about any potential uh, spying or information stealing, anything like that. But the, the truth is, no matter what agreement they sign with people here, their mandate is to listen to the People's Republic of China. They're not, that's never going to change, no matter what kind of agreement they make in open court here in the United States. They've done it before where they bowed out and just simply said, well, you're, we don't recognize your courts, we don't recognize your ruling." You know, it, it, and now that they've pulled their ambassador out of the United States and made several remarks which openly makes us think, hey, we're, we're getting ready to see China go to war now, most likely against Taiwan. But what happens when that goes down? You have Australia right there. They're going to get involved. Then we're supposed to get involved. And now I'm wondering to what level or to what extent this goes down to what extent this happens because uh, Blinken from the from the Biden administration went over to China and basically said we don't back Taiwan backstabber traitor disloyal all of those things under one umbrella in this administration because that is not our policy with Taiwan we have Taiwan has always been our ally from day one Taiwan has been our ally we have always taken a strong stance to make sure that the people of Taiwan know that the United States has their back should China ever try something like they're openly saying right now that they're trying they're, they're going to do they have made no mistake about it and they've even threatened anyone else who dares try to get involved when they go not if but when they go in so we'll see now, in other news, Biden claims that he's actually ended cancer. Can you believe that? This guy who can't walk up a flight of steps thinks he ended cancer. He made statements to that very effect. He ended cancer. I, I, I couldn't believe what I heard when I heard him say it, but I don't think he understands what he said either. So not defending uh, Biden at all, but, I mean, the guy doesn't know where he's at half the time. So I doubt he actually believes that he ended cancer but listen to him tell you that's exactly what he just did i said i'd cure cancer and he looked at me like why cancer because no one thinks we can that's why and we can we end the cancer as we know it we deliver on our sacred obligations to veterans was the second thing i think is critically important thirdly was beat the opioid epidemic which we're still fighting very so how about thirdly, learn how to say opioid epidemic, and and then maybe we can we can have a talk. It, it, this he has been the most embarrassing president in United States history. I mean, can you imagine a ticket with him and Fetterman on it? Neither one of them can finish a sentence. This this is this, I mean, I never thought I would live to see the day where the country that I was brought up, you know, land of the free, home of the brave. I, I came up in Baltimore. We are surrounded by the history of our country. But I'll tell you this much, the, the main demographic in that area is Democratic. 
they're all Democrats. Not all, but most. It's in the 90% range in Baltimore that people actually receive some type of an, entitle, uh, an entitlement. 7 to 8% of the people that live within the city limits pay taxes, and that's it. Under 10%. I mean, that, that figure is staggering, people. Staggering. I personally, I mean, I grew up there. I understand the mentality of people. They literally watch TV in their house and sit on their front stoop and, and then repeat the next day. That's exactly what they do. I've seen a lot of the people that I grew up with, though, that I'm absolutely so proud of to see them have gone from that to actually do something with their lives. But the largest portion of that demographic in that city is still is still uh, buying into the victimhood mentality. The opioid epidemic is in full effect in that city. I mean, like you wouldn't believe. Like you would not believe. And the biggest reason why is because they are, they're not buying their own drugs, right? The, the they're all on entitlement programs. The drugs are being bought for them by the city every time they send these guys a check. They need to be drug tested in order to receive benefits. That is a fact. People need to start taking this addiction thing seriously and either getting help but stop being a burden to society. And if they don't want to quit being a burden to, to society and they can help themselves, because when drug addictions take these people over, they will steal from anyone in order to not be sick. It doesn't matter, mom, child, they'll rob, steal, and anything else just so that they don't go through the pain of those withdrawals. Those people need to be locked up. If they don't want to willingly go get help, we can't allow these people to be out in society because of the danger they pose to other people because, of, because they do not they do not and will not allow themselves, well, say do not, but they will not allow themselves to go through that withdrawal. They don't, they, they don't care about anyone but themselves. You're just an obstacle in the way of them getting high. I know I've been around it. I grew up around it. I saw it firsthand in my face every day, and I'm telling you that it's great that people have a heart for people with addictions. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm a Christian man myself, but... There's a difference between doing that and being naive. And this, it, we really need some type uh, of, of absolute force shown, some type of a plan to fix this issue. No one's ever came up with anything really good. No, no way to actually attack the issue. Joe Biden and, and these guys, I mean, even earlier than Joe Biden, but they, they had the war on drugs, right? Meantime, the war on drugs is going on. 70-plus percent of the import of opium is coming in from Afghanistan. And, and what, what, what was it that the Taliban didn't want the farmers in Afghanistan to do? What was it again, anyone? Oh, yeah, yeah. They didn't want them growing poppy. Wow, they didn't want them growing poppy. And what did we do? We went straight over to Afghanistan, installed Hamad Karzai as the president of Afghanistan, overthrew the Taliban, and started with the whole opiate thing all over again. You know, there's a guy named Michael Rupert who was an absolute genius as far as breaking down these issues, especially when it came to the fact that uh, 
we were importing opium from Afghanistan and other countries. And it was done intentionally. I mean, anyone saw the American Gangster, the movie? That was real. That was real. So, you know, there's, there's definitely uh, some cleanup that needs to be done. And we need to attack some of these issues that we're dealing with in society. We need to actually try to come up with a solution. Ignoring these things won't go away. Placating and humoring people and just giving them money and enabling and condoning them. I mean, this administration sent crack pipes to people. They sent crack pipes to people's front doors. And then cocaine's found in the White House. Meanwhile, he's having a party on the front lawn with trans people who have their breasts out running across the White House lawn. The most embarrassing presidency in the United States ever in history. Ever. Period. This guy is the only one. I can tell you that uh, I can find at least one good thing that Obama did while he was president. Absolutely. I, I, I already know. He, he, he actually uh, ended up shrinking the size of, uh, of the Department of, oh, man, I, I, it's right on the tip of my tongue. But essentially, he took one, uh, one body of government and he combined uh, two down into one, right? Smaller government. And, and, but it didn't stop there. I mean, this guy also cut the numbers of people that we have in the military to drastic levels. I mean, we didn't have stockpiles of anything when Trump uh, got into office. Uh, it, it, he was disarming the United States while everybody else was arming up. Meanwhile, Russia and China have uh, hyperson uh, hypersonic missiles, which there's no defense for, people. Just understand that. There's absolutely no defense against a hypersonic uh, warhead. It will circle the Earth, stop, before you can blink, you won't even be able to blink. And the time that you literally blink your eyelids, a missile is impacting. Right? And this has everything to do with the fact that during the end of the tenure of uh, Hillary Clinton and Obama and during his presidency, they sold a big bunch of the uranium that the United States had to the Russians. Bill Clinton at the time was on the board of a company that was developing the hypersonic technology and sold it to Russia, who in turn sold some to China. They ended up using both the, uh, the uh, uranium and the hypersonic technology to create the weapons that they have today, which they're threatening the United States with. Why? They're actually going around the world and trying to overthrow the United States as the world reserve currency and start doing business in their own currencies and nationalizing their own products. I mean, it, it, there's been so many people that have uh, agreed to do just that with China. I mean, you have Russia, you have Iran, you have um, uh, United Arab Emirates, you have Saudi Arabia, you got Jordan. From my understanding, they even got Mexico. So this is something that we really have to keep a close eye on because, uh, I mean, inflation is one thing, but if our currency crashes, that's a whole different ballgame. That's an entirely different ballgame. And this on top of the fact, like I said, that uh, China has already pulled their ambassador out of the United States. So they're preparing for something, and they're very serious, and they're not hiding it at all. But do you hear any of this on the local news? Do you hear any of this on, on the mainstream news, local, world news, any of that? Is anyone talking about this? No. You know who's talking about it? Podcasters. You know who's talking about it? Dan Bongino, Ben Shapiro. These guys. These are the people. Kim Iverson. Uh, our friends over at the Nun Report, we are talking about these things. Everyone else is ignoring them. Why is it they want to hide the fact that China's gearing up for war? I mean, why? 
It, it makes no sense. I mean, I just, I can't put my finger on anything that this administration does anymore. It makes no sense. Everything that anyone does, either good or bad, you can usually sit back and say, mm, that benefits them like this. That's why they made that decision. This guy makes just the dumbest decisions, but they all seemingly are anti-American by nature. Everything that he has done, whether it be disobeying the Supreme Court and still handing out a college loan forgiveness after the Supreme Court ruled that it was unconstitutional, but he still did it. And now they're trying to... Uh, essentially, there, there are law professors uh, from colleges that both open-pinned a letter to Biden basically telling him to disobey the Supreme Court because their rulings as of late are not normal because there are many conservatives on the, on, on the Supreme Court. So that's seditious. They literally are telling the president not to listen to the rule of law and to disobey the Supreme Court who are the ones who sets the standard for what is and what isn't constitutional. By very nature, that in itself is sedition. Exactly what they try to blame Trump for, they are actually doing, like always. Like always. Now, um, the, the, like I said, yeah, he, he tried to say he, he ended cancer, and he's, he's a damn joke. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't end cancer. He, he, he can't make oatmeal, but he can, uh, he, he can end cancer. Now, just recently today, we I heard uh, McCarthy uh, make this statement, and a very interesting statement. They withhold information. Impeachment inquiry allows Congress to have the apex of power to get all the information they need. All this information people are finding out now is only because Republicans have investigated. The people of America have a right to know what went on. You have a president who lied to the American public, said they didn't get any money from China. We know that's true. We've had whistleblowers from the IRS come, say the Biden family was treated differently and that other things were going on. And then you have an informant with the FBI saying there was a bribe. We need to know the answer to this. And as we get more information going forward, if at any time I feel as though we're not able to get all the information we need, we'll have to... He said at any time he feels that we're not getting the information we need that we're going to start impeachment proceedings. Biden was uh, actually told about this and laughed and laughed. You got to remember, no matter what, right now, I I said it was the wrong time to go after Hunter, right? I said it was the wrong time to charge Hunter with anything because he was going to get a sympathetic jury and they were going to fix it. And then if Biden's in office and they convicted of anything serious... He would just pardon. He would pardon him. And the Democrats wouldn't care. They wouldn't bat an eye. They don't care about what's legal or illegal. In fact, most of them don't even think that Biden did anything wrong. Openly, on the mic, on TV, behind the scenes, they all know what he's done. And here's the thing. Because they've all openly taken up up for him to the 10th degree, they also will take a hit once Biden is found guilty of anything that we have evidence for that we could charge him with right now. So they cannot let anything happen to Biden because it just the domino effect would sweep through the Democrat party. It would and it would right up it would end right up on Obama's doorstep as well. They cannot let this happen. L- listen to what some of them actually say about the about uh, Biden. dangerous is the willingness of Mr. Jordan and others uh, on the Republican side of the dais in judiciary to absolutely peddle in lies. Where's the evidence? There is no <laughs> evidence 
of any wrongdoing by the president. Uh, and Mr. McCarthy knows that. No, Mr. McCarthy doesn't, and neither do you. The SAR reports, the phone calls where he's literally threatening the life of the president of Ukraine, talking to Poroshenko and says, we're going to withhold the IMF loan if you don't push the Pravat Bank to closure. And your physical as well as your financial security will be at risk. You took a $10 million bribe between you and your son in order to uh, uh, force this issue with uh, uh, Shokin over there, who was the prosecutor, and then turned on your buddy Kolomoisky and called Poroshenko again to push the bank that he owned to closure to have Ukraine take the bank over in an effort to hide some of the things that were going on at the Pravat Bank because that's who was behind paying the Bidens. Right, so this lady talking about there's no evidence, 16 of 17 of the payments received from a, a corrupt foreign national from Romania was received by Joe Biden. Come on, we got the bank receipts. What, what do you mean no evidence? We got the phone call where Hunter Biden calls, or it calls in and requests keys for his father to work in the same office as the man from the CESC, but he didn't know anything about his son's business dealings, did he? I mean, for her to come on and say that, I mean, just remember that. Remember, remember that clip. Remember all these people who are sitting here taking up for this president. Remember all the people that put right and left in front of right and wrong. All of them. Because when this finally, when it finally makes its way into the court, when he's finally impeached, when the information finally comes out, every single damn one of these people should be seen for the corrupt, just absolute fake Americans they are. Because they didn't put your, your best interests or anything in front of their lies in their pursuit of power. They stepped on the backs of every American to obtain power, money, and notoriety. They did it at your expense. They did it at the expense of LGBTQ. They did it at the expense of black people. They did it at the expense of illegal immigrants. They, did it. they will stand on anyone's back in order just to get a little taller. And that's the absolute truth. They will stand on anyone's back to get a little taller. Well, Patriots, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you. And if you haven't already, do me the favor. If you want to support the Patriots Prayer Podcast, and we really hope you do, please push that like, follow, subscribe button, depending on what medium you're hearing this on. Leave us a comment. We really like to hear from our, uh, our listeners. And also, check us out at thepatriotsprayer.com. And support us at your youronestopgiftshop.com. It would mean so much if you did. And as always, as always, the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stay on your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer. You have a good day, guys.